This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. In watching the Supreme Court today, I thought it was very, it's a very beautiful process. I hope that democracy in this country will continue. Uh, because right now we have a very, very tough situation with all of the radical left ideas, with the weaponization of uh, politics. They weaponized it like it's never been weaponized before. It's totally illegal, but they do it anyway. And it has to stop. Every one of the court cases that I'm involved, every single one, civil, whether it's the attorney generals or the district attorneys, you look at Fani in Georgia, they had many meetings with the White House and with the DOJ. They went there, eight-hour meetings. That was all staged. That was a phony hoax. And now you look at it, and it is a phony hoax. And hopefully that case will be dismissed in short order. It's a, it's a disgrace to this country. But they work together with the Justice Department and the White House, and not supposed to do that. Every one of these cases you see comes out of the White House. It comes out of Biden. It's election interference, and it's really very sad. Uh, I thought the presentation today was a very good one. I think it was well-received. I hope it was well-received. You have millions of people that are out there wanting to vote, and they happen to want to vote for me or the Republican Party or whatever you want to, however you want to phrase it. But I'm the one running, and we are leading in every poll. We're leading in the uh, local polls, in the state polls, and we're leading in the swing state polls. And we're leading very big in the national polls. So it's been a very great honor. My guy right there, President Trump, that press conference from Mar-a-Lago yesterday. My favorite part of that press conference is, as I mentioned a couple of times already this morning, as soon as that was over, Trump went back into his office, sat down at his <laughs> desk, read the column that the Israel National News did with me, the interview last week. This is true now. And literally was so impressed and happy with what I said about him that he signed it. Sid, you are great with the iconic Trump signature and had Margot Martin send it right back to me. It's now all over Instagram. So this morning when the Israel National News saw that Trump read it and uh, sent me back a very complimentary autograph, they ran a story in the morning paper. I'm on the cover thanking me and President Donald Trump. But on a serious note, it did sound there like Trump thought the decision would go his way. Look, we know this. It's unpatriotic. It's unconstitutional. You want to beat Donald Trump? Go beat him in the polls. This nonsense, Colorado, Maine, all these states where these low-life Democrats are trying to really spit on the Constitution, it ain't going to work. And it sounded to me, Judge Napolitano, the great Judge Andrew Napolitano, like Trump thought he had a win yesterday. Well, uh, good morning, Sid. It's a pleasure to be with good you, morning. my dear friend. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends were praying for you while you were over there. Thank God you came back in one piece. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you look younger than the last time I saw you. <laughs> That's what a bomb, when, when, wish... when a bomb goes off three-quarters of a mile away from you, you hear and it. you come home safely, you do get younger. Uh, the one problem I have with Trump is he should have written on there to Sid Rosenberg, the king of the Jews. <laughs> Love Donald Trump. <laughs> That would have been great. As for yesterday, at the beginning of the oral argument, I thought it was going to be 6-3, liberals versus uh, conservatives. I now think it's going to be 9 to nothing, And I think they're going to find a non-political, nearly universal accepted way 
out of this mess caused by the state of Colorado, protecting the other 49 states from Colorado, protecting the voters from uh, judges who are coming up with schemes to keep uh, Trump's name uh, off the ballot, but consistent with the Constitution as well. That's what John Roberts wants. I'm not always a John Roberts fan, but in this case, he's going to labor mightily so that it's not political. And you think, again, that, uh, again, Colorado's done this, Maine popped up. You think uh, once this comes back favorably for Trump out of Colorado, that the rest of these idiotic states will come to the conclusion, we can't do this. They will set a standard that the states can't meet. They will basically say you you can't deny him the liberty for to run without proving beyond a reasonable doubt that he aided and abetted an insurrection. Guess what? He hasn't been charged with aiding and That's abetting right. an insurrection, so it can't be proven. Which which Jack Smith was dying to pin on Trump, but he just couldn't because for you morons out there in the media, uh, if you look up insurrection, just look it up, uh, by no means did what happened that day define an, in, an insurrection. In fact, what happened in Minneapolis in the summer of 2020 was, when they burned down a police station, that's an insurrection. Well, they also, at what happened in Portland, Oregon, where they attacked a federal uh, courthouse. Right. Correct, correct. Those were serious efforts to interfere with, uh, interfere with the government. Whatever you think of Jack Smith, I think he realized that insurrection would be a step too far, and you're not going to charge somebody with something that you think you can't prove. One more on Trump, then we'll take a quick break and get to the big story of the day, which is Biden, and Trump's involved in that, too. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's on this show every Tuesday, right? and I know you love Rudy. And uh, he has been extra happy the last couple of weeks because he really believes that Fannie Willis and that special prosecutor, uh, the fact that they slept together, they took money, all these things may help them. Now, some have said to me, well, look, the truth is she may be taken off the case, but the case ain't going away. Rudy seems to think, and Trump and others, that that may not be the case, that it may be so deteriorated, so contaminated that it may go away. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm in the um, unhappily in the camp that she may be taken off the case, but the case doesn't go away. There, there are two kinds of prosecutorial misconduct. One, personal misbehavior by the prosecutor. The other, holding back evidence, bribing witnesses, affecting the case. This is in the first category. Her personal sexual behavior, uh, as inappropriate as it may have been, has nothing to do with the evidence against him. I don't think the case goes away. I wish it would. Listen, right. you know my feeling about the defendants, but I don't think it's going to happen. What about the rest of these cases? Uh, you know, again, three of these four are in unfriendly venues. D.C., not friendly. New York, not friendly. Georgia, not friendly. The only friendly one is Miami. What about the rest of these cases? The New York a criminal trial is going to start in a month. It's going to be the first one to go. It's been a sleeper. The, the prosecutors are ready, the court is ready, and the court is going to force that case. This is the Stormy Daniels case. This is the the runt of the litter. This is the weakest case. It's going to be the leadoff. And this is the the reason why Kathy Hochul, she's all critical this week of the Manhattan DA, that racist scumbag Alvin Bragg, uh, about the way he's handled the migrant situation. But she won't fire him, which she can do. She's the only one that can fire him because... She wants him to kick Trump's ass next, next month. week. She's going to be praising him to the skies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to New York politics. You are right, Judge. We'll take a short break. You know, the judge, of course, does a great Newsmax hit every Friday. So don't have for a couple of minutes. We'll come back and talk about the news of the day. I have a very simple question. Why Trump? Not Biden. The judge will answer that next.
Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. I'm glad he's not going to be charged. I think this whole thing is, um, yeah, they shouldn't have done it. Trump shouldn't have done it. But does it really matter to the country? No. So I'm glad Biden's not going to be charged. I'm, and the happiest guy in the country tonight is Donald Trump. He's the happiest guy. His poll numbers will rocket now. Because people believe what they want to believe, Cuomo. But this is so damning. This report is so damning. I don't think I've ever seen a report as damning to a sitting president. And I'm writing a book on all the presidents. 345 pages. The book basically says he broke the law. No doubt he did. He knew he was breaking the law. But we're not going to charge him because he's a doddering guy who's probably got dementia. That's the report. Now, if you're the Republican Party, how many commercials are you going to get out of that? It's devastating. I want to get to my friend Bill O'Reilly's comments. He may join us in the 9 o'clock hour with you, Judge Napolitano. But first, my beautiful wife, Danielle, who's a great attorney herself and very, very bright. One more thing back on the Willis, Georgia case. Sure. She said, what about all these alleged White House meetings between her and her lover? Does that not point to some type of political bias above and beyond the law? I think your wife is correct. Not the DOJ meetings, because the Department of Justice and the county prosecutor can share evidence and can share witnesses. But there's no reason for the uh, county prosecutor in Georgia to have been in the White House unless there's politics behind it. Right. So that may come come help to Booty and Trump. That, not Fannie Willis's personal sexual behavior, could undo the case. Nice job, Danielle. Danielle from way downtown, as Mike Breen would say. Danielle know how lucky she is. I'm a lucky guy here, trust me. (laughs) She's kind of lucky. I'm really lucky. Thank you you for saying that. I am. I'm I'm lucky. He is very lucky. I'm on the cover of the Israeli National News this morning. Uh, O'Reilly's comments there, this is what kind of irked me this morning, when he said, I'm glad Biden didn't get charged. And I would say to Bill, if he comes on next hour, I would be too if this was a level playing field. In other words, they never should have charged Trump, and they shouldn't charge Biden. But don't tell me, Bill O'Reilly or Chris Cuomo, you're happy he didn't get charged when they charged Trump with the same thing. I know obstruction of justice. I get it. Right, right, right. But in (laughs) essence, they did the same thing. One guy gets charged. One guy doesn't. How are you happy about that? I think this, I think here's what I think Bill's point is. And, of course, he can explain it uh, for himself. This proves irrefutably Trump's argument and your argument that there's not a level playing field. And this is, and Trump and the Republicans will have a field day with this. Yes. This that, will that, assure Republican dominance in 2024. That's great. But what about in court where his ass is on the line? Who wants to see a doddering old man go to jail? Go back to Rehoboth. Look, if the Democrats are smart, they'll do what the Republicans did in 74. They'll have an entourage go to the White House and say, Joe, it's time for you to go, not to resign the presidency. Go talk to the nation. Tell them you're dealing with Israel. You're dealing with Ukraine. You're dealing with the economy. You don't have time to run for re-election. You, you and Jill are going to go back to Rehoboth. Because if you don't, Joe, we're going to be the minority party for the next generation. You know, I wonder, the uh, the rumors have been swirling for weeks since Michelle Obama was on that podcast right, three right, weeks ago. Right. She came out of nowhere. Right. Out of nowhere. Stop right. talking about right. it. And then I find out that it wasn't out of nowhere. That, in fact, the week before, because I got people, Barack was at the White House telling Joe, get ready to step aside. 
Now, three weeks after that, the special counsel comes out and basically tells the world this guy's not capable. Is all this an accident? Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan to me. Yes. Yeah, I I, I think that uh, something is up because the Democrats are not stupid and they fear a Donald Trump presidency in a Republican Congress. Well, what happens now with Trump from a legal standpoint? And again, the obstruction of justice is there. I get it. But in essence, they're being charged with the same thing. Can, can Trump mention that? Does it matter? You can't mention somebody else well, in your Trump, own defense, Trump right? can't be tried once he's elected president. Uh, he obviously could uh, order his DOJ to dismantle the two federal cases against him once he's elected president. He could also pardon himself, I guess. Uh, well, that's never been tested. He could try it. We'll see where it goes. I think it, there's an easier route to get the DOJ just to go before a judge and move for dismissal. Uh, but he can't stop the state cases. Uh, they would be held in abeyance until after his presidency is over if he's not tried beforehand. One more before Monica Allen and Newsmax kills me. <laughs> and me? <laughs> I know, and you. The 25th Amendment. Is this not the time? The twenty, the linchpin to the 25th Amendment, which allows the cabinet to remove the president temporarily and replace him with the vice president. The linchpin to that is the vice president. So it's the vice president and a majority of the cabinet can tell the president uh, pro tem of the Senate and the Speaker of the House the president's going to take a break for a couple of weeks. If he disagrees, he's back in. If they still disagree, Congress decides by a two-thirds vote if he's in or out. Awesome. You are absolutely amazing. Thank you for doing this. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you, my man. You Let too. me go across the street before him. I get fired. we got to take a video of the judge. He's going to run. Literally, he's wearing a jacket, a tie, and shoes. He's going to run across the street to make sure he makes his hit on time. Don't make tell, sure you take that video. Don't tell the cat man I'm going across the street. <laughs> He doesn't like that, I know. I know he doesn't I like know. that. John, forgive me. Yeah, but, you know, as much as John doesn't like it, you would join a line of Rita Cosby, Greg Kelly, and a thousand others. I don't go across the street. I get invited almost every day. You know that. They yes. love me over there. Oh, yeah. But I'm loyal to John. I don't do it, but you're not alone. So go have fun. God love you. We love you. you. We'll see you again next Friday. You got it, my man. Maple syrup coming. <laughs> he makes the best maple syrup out there at his house in New Jersey, the great judge, Andrew Napolitano. Thank you, Judge.